Be neutral and be spongy. Just be, you know, cool, man. Cool as a cucumber. Respect every scene and just learn from it all. Welcome, everybody, to Nashville Drummers Podcast, episode 27. Today, we had the pleasure of interviewing my buddy, Tavion Graham. He talked to us a lot about his non-drumming hobbies. A lot of carryover between the techniques of being an athlete, specifically in your golf approach and the drums, which I thought was pretty interesting. One thing I really have always appreciated in talking with Tavion, and this comes up later in the podcast, respect for people and other musicians at all levels is extremely important and in the forefront of his mind and his approach to being a professional. And that's something I can get behind. Before we get started, I'd like to take a moment to thank our newest sponsor, Drumbox, Nashville's newest practice space for drummers. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the Nashville Drummers Podcast featuring Tavion Graham. Hey drummers, do you need a place in Nashville to practice on actual drums? Drumbox is Nashville's newest drum practice studio. Book sessions online and get the space to yourself. It's fully equipped with two kits, cymbals, hardware, and even sticks are provided. 30-minute, one-hour, and two-hour sessions are available at www.drumbox.space and use the coupon code NDP25 for 25% off your first session. Again, that's www.drumbox.space. You doing swinging lessons today? Yeah, doing a little swinging lesson today. So I work at a golf course. That's okay. kind of what I do. Yeah. On the side, kind of, sort of, from maintenance to swinging yeah. to yeah. everything golf. So, all right. So, give me some good because uh, I I'm just shit at golf. Give me like Dude, give same. me the like an yeah. outline. Oh man, just, I don't. You don't have to give away like industry secrets if it's like all right, all right. Business you just me, simply, you know, you want to get a good stance and you want to get a good fluid motion. You know, like it's people that play like uh, baseball stuff like that. They have mm-hmm. a natural outward swing. With golf, you kind of want to. Sweep the ground and mm. then come all the way through, but keep your eye on the ball the whole time. I think that's like people's most, most yeah. like problems. Like they look up too fast, and when you look up, it could go any direction or anything like that. So, like looking up as you're swinging, right? You're really, wrong. you keep your eyes there. even when you even when you hit all the way through. You follow it with your no, eyes. No, keep the eyes down. The oh, whole keep time. your eyes down. Oh, okay. Then you look up yeah. after you swing all the way through. Then you look. Oh, it's so like it's that weird. It doesn't feel natural. Let's see what it's doing. And then yeah. you look up and it's like on the green. It's you're either like, cursing or you're yes. like, all right, let's wait till this drops. And, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. It's definitely splash. challenging. It's definitely challenging. I didn't grow up playing golf, so it's definitely That was my next question. Me, but yeah. yeah. How do you go from drumming to golf? I have no clue. One of my no best clue. friends put me in it, put me on it. Yeah. At first I hated it, and then I started connecting with the ball, and I was just like, okay, huh. maybe I can play a little bit. And it's like I, two seemingly completely opposite hobbies you know yeah. but but maybe related right like technique and maybe, swing technique maybe. With, with drumming obviously i feel like the fluidity and yeah. and relax the Focus. both relaxation yeah. power and connectivity that you need for that absolutely it does probably transfer over it's probably some peripheral it's definitely a discipline yeah. thing yeah, yeah. It definitely helps patience and stuff that's yeah. a very tedious patient Expensive sport. Yeah, for real. <laughs> for a little bit, I was living near a golf course, and I found oh, like sweet. there was like a uh, I can't remember how much membership was. Whatever it was, I remember it being so cheap 
that I planned on like, you know what? I've never been a golf guy at all, but I'm going to do this. I'm going to get a membership. I'm going to really like, I'm going to start golfing. This is going to be awesome. And then that house got sold out from under oh, us. Damn. So we had to, that's, which is fine. <laughs> yeah. I didn't need another hobby. I didn't, I didn't, gotcha, you gotcha, know, gotcha. but it's, it's fine. But yeah, we got to do a national drummers podcast outing with Jake Summers. Cause he golfs. Oh yeah. Like, really? yeah I heard. Yeah. Oh, like he's, that's right. It's probably pretty good. I mean, it's someone that does it pretty often. You know, we should. Yeah, I definitely want to be see a lot him. of fun. Yeah, that'd be yeah. a nice little. You know, Jake. Yeah, 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 yeah dude. That's good friend. Let's do. Let's speaking, make that yeah, he just played the Grammy. Speaking. Yeah, of, dude. yeah. Congrats to Jake. Yeah. Shout out to Jake. Dude, so cool. Love you, buddy. Yeah, I'm taking a note of that. We're gonna we're gonna make this happen. Let's do it. A golfing <laughs> with the drone. Have some bruise, you know. Yeah, dude. gotta have the bruise, dude. But let's. Uh, we have a lot to cover as far as drums go. I've been wanting to. Well, I've been wanting to get a lesson from you for a long time, oh, uh, and I really wanted to, in that lesson, just say, uh, how the fuck are your hands so fast? <laughs> and uh, what's the story behind that hand speed? I know there's there's quite a story to share with us. Yeah, so it's weird. So I didn't really, you know, I grew up in church, you know, so I grew up seeing a bunch of cats doing a bunch of Crazy, crazy, crazy chops and crazy hard gospel songs and crazy parts, tedious rehearsals and stuff like that. So, you know, I always wanted to, I think that's where, like, wanting to go fast came from. was always mm-hmm. seeing, like, somebody just go fast, go fast. I was like, okay, yeah. maybe yeah. that's what drumming is. It's just to go fast. Yeah. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? <laughs> What's it? Mike Mitchell calls it sporty drumming. Yeah, 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 yeah. sporty yeah. drumming. And yeah. another crazy hobby is I speed skate. Whoa. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's, it's it's like a different weird, yeah, yeah, yeah. You got well, some cool hobbies. Okay, yeah, yeah. we're going to have to talk about that in a minute. Yeah, yeah. well, speed, right? Yeah, so, yeah. like, you know, grew up in church and stuff like that, and just, um, I think when it transferred over kind of in my mind, you know, to my hands was whenever I kind of joined marching band. Mm. That's what really got me, you know, right, because it consolidates you to one drum. So it's like you got to make what you do on a big drum set right here. Mm-hmm. And that kind of messed with my mind because I'm used to, like, doing all the stuff and all that stuff. So when I had to play snare and stuff, it kind of, like, rudiments and just pounding, and then marching at the same time, playing mm-hmm. different secret, you know, fields and all kind of chops on the field and marching at the same time. was That's what really I feel like brought me to that next level of, like, okay, I feel like I can be fast. But now that I'm fast on this one drum, how do I put it on all the drums kind of sort of thing. Right. Mm-hmm. Which is the thing that, like you said, you started on the kit. Right. And then you kind of downsized. Right. Like, how do, okay, how do I apply what I have on the kit here and make this feel big? Yeah. And then how do I bring that back out and put that on the kit again? Yeah, That's, it dude. was crazy. And then I was too small to play tenors. Uh, so I couldn't, oh, right. I was yeah, you gotta way be too tall. heavy. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah, yeah. Yeah, that helps. <laughs> so my best friend got the job, so I never got to... Move around, so it was just straight snare. So, so did you do like, DCI and I tried out. And, I did not. Okay, I did not make it. I did not make it. It was. It, it kind of humbled me. Yeah. Because yeah. Uh, you know, I'm thinking. You know, I play drums too. Like, you know, this could be easy. You get to sheet music. You know, weeks ahead. I tried out for. Uh, it's called Louisiana Stars. Yeah. Uh-huh. It's actually yep. like our only core in Louisiana. That I think we have that. Yeah. Is that where you're from? from? Yes. Cool. And. Uh, you know, did that, went to the, you know, the camp, got the, you know, one, two, one thing. I got to the second round and kind of got serious. I didn't know that reoccurring people that march already can try out. Hmm. So it's like yeah. these guys know, like, the rudiments and the stuff, like, like just killing them. I'm just like, 
Oh, shit. Yeah. 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 You said the one, two, one. What were you referring to there? So, like. The cadences? Or? No, like, they'll, after you do all the rudiments, cadences, mm-hmm. warm ups, like, the, the actual band director himself will come, or the drum line instructor, percussion, whatever you want to call it, will come over and just be like, one, two, kind of like more elite people. Uh, and then a okay. group of two that's like 50 to. Uh, 80 people because like it's like, it's like a hundred to right kind of starters right and, people that kind of yeah. like let me go ahead these people are good let me go ahead and hone on see how really good though I need then some of these people uh, we need some more people on the line kind of yeah. yeah so I got that kind of deal I didn't get a one I got a two <laughs> so, so I'm like, in this room like Tavion triple flam paradiddle go pretty much <laughs> yeah, yeah. and the whole line yeah. in there is just like yeah, yeah, yeah a lot of pressure but no it was fun experience to see guys like really like take that serious and like. Take it to the next level and be able to like really play and like because yeah. I've never seen that like that DCI world. And that's a whole different. Planet. Oh, you should. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, it's intense. I've been to one like competition, but after that, it changed my life. I was just like the dynamics and like how people can just like you said the movement too. Once you've mastered your instrument and yep. the licks, then you got to freaking move around on a football right, field. Right, 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 right. With a hundred other kids, yeah, it's, it's crazy. I remember we had a show in high school. We learned the sheet music, yeah. march, do all that stuff. Then we had a, a like dance instructor come in. And like teach us, like we had these like weird ballerina move things with the drum. So you had to learn how to keep your core. It's all about keeping your core right. and breathing with the drum and being able to move fluently. All it was, dude. Yeah, yeah. I couldn't believe that people like it goes that deep. And, <laughs> that I mean, that makes sense. You got to be graceful too. Yeah, that's like a. I want to say, have you seen Pumping Iron? Arnold Schwarzenegger. It was supposed to be a documentary. It's definitely there's some like dramatization happening. Yeah, about but, him being a bodybuilder. Is it? Yeah, it's yeah. it's it's, it's his it. his final Mr. Olympia. Got where you. He, where he was going against Lou Ferrigno, and it was like, really, they were like, he's gonna win, but let's let's dramatize it and see if it, we can make it. <laughs> they already knew he was okay. like, he's got it in the bag. It's freaking. It's Arnold. He's at the top of his game. Yeah. He's his, he's better than he's ever been. You yeah. know, uh, but I believe in that documentary, they're like. They're doing like a posing class. It's like in a ballet studio. They're, she's like showing them how to move gracefully. That's that. Oh, like, yeah. That's yeah. that. Like you can't have these like stiff, you're these big guys now. You can't have these stiff movements. You got, it's got to look beautiful yeah. on stage. And yeah. out there, if you're in the drum corps One world, wrong step is a whole rating almost in those worlds. You know? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. You look at like the top, some of those final scores, and it's like point one differentiation. Absolutely. It's like you can't. Tell and it it could be political and it's like yeah yeah there's complaints that it's the same top cores every year and right, it's like right, well right. you know that kind of thing but gotcha so you mentioned like the flow and like kind of keeping your core and you also mentioned how you didn't make it what's like a takeaway looking back at it now from the um, whole drum core experience I think that was it you know um, I didn't really have problems with you know reading the music yeah. or kind of learning it you know I was always a guy to go home I love practicing drums so that was easy like go home practice. What I love, okay. Yeah, and you needed to for that. Yeah, yeah, easy. That was easy. But I think the hard part was the fluidity of it. Like, you have to, like, it got down to the wire to where it was like, we want to see you do a flam in molar technique, if if you're familiar with that. Mm -hmm. Molar is like, you know, like a very flu, but we're used to really... These tight motions, right? So it's on spot, like, oh, like, now I have to be this guy, like... Doing like, cause he wants to look a certain way now. Now yeah. you learn the music, you know everything. You made it to the, you made it. Now it's like, okay, now can you do it smooth? And it's like, mm, so the final touch. Yeah, it's yeah. it's really intense. But I think yeah, if 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 I could take anything away from it, it's just how those guys are just really smooth and like 
just kind of like familiar with how it works and stuff like that, you know. So that pressure, I- I'm curious because when uh, you know you know Howie, right? Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. When he was on here, he was talking about how when he was growing up in church, they had that pressure. It's like because yeah. if you were playing like during offering yeah. and you messed up. Like the next second, you're, you're being pulled off the kit, and someone's putting being Absolutely. put on there that, to play. The and so I'm like, did you have that pressure in church too, or was it? Oh yeah, okay. I know exactly. Yeah, you don't. Yeah, you don't mess up in church. I mean, you do, but you don't. You know yeah. what I mean? Like you don't want to kind of like be that guy, like because you know they'll just call you out, kind of like embarrass you, or as he said, correct, pull you off the drums, and the other guy gets <laughs> on and shows you how to do it, and then you know. Yeah. The whole process of it all, but yeah, definitely, definitely true what he said for sure on that. So you're you were in going into drum corps. You're like, all right, yeah, it's a it's a different pressure, but it's still just pressure. Yeah, and I'm, used and to I am the accustomed pressure. to this. Yeah, it yeah. was just the perfection of what he wanted. Yeah, how because it was like, well, what if I really like don't play? I can get it out. It won't necessarily look like that. Yeah, and that wasn't enough. And that's what kind of was like, okay. Which is cool because like, I think they're kicking like, what, seven to maybe 10, 10 guys, 13 guys. Not really a big. Snare line? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. He can get up there for yeah, sure. Yeah. Not really too big because the core, but I think seven to eight guys. So it really out of 80. So it's like everybody got, you know, Dynasty snare, all these crazy snare, Pearl snare, you know, all the brands are there. Yeah. yeah. All the kids are bringing the cool stuff. And it's just like a couple of those kids in there, just those are the guys. Yeah. Those are the guys to get the job done. So. Yeah. How is it like, because obviously there's the individual component of you learning. Every person has to be kind of masterful yeah. separately. But then obviously it, it's the core. It's the unit. Nico Medina, you know, Nico yeah. in town, yeah, another yeah, drum yeah, corps yeah, guy. Yeah, but he yeah, talked yeah, about yeah, yeah, yeah. just like you have to be, you have to act as one. Sync, right? Yeah, absolutely. Sync. How, how was that for you? Like you said practicing was easy for you. But then was there a transition to then connect with the other players and have to kind of mold and, and maybe even teach those around you? It was uh, just because of short notice, you know. You get, like, a couple of days, you know, you're up there. So it's kind of cool because you get cool with the guys, you know, and you get cool with the good cats, you know. So, like, you're hanging out with all the who's and who's, and some of the cats so confident, they're, like, practicing, like, already, like, field music. Like, how did you even, like, get, like, you know what I mean? (laughs) Like, just showing off, like, like, doing the chops. No, like, you get close with the guys, and, like, I have a lot of military in my family. (laughs) And it's all, you know, like, it's almost like being a unit. They take that so serious, like, mind, heart, soul, body. So, like, Mm -hmm. you just be around a person long enough and play with somebody long enough. It's just, like, you hang out together, you play together. When you friends with everybody, it's just, like, Man, let's have fun. And when you're having fun, mm-hmm. that's when the magic happens. Yeah, mm-hmm. man. That's when they get them crazy, them mm-hmm. crazy ratings. And yep. I'm a Blue Devils and Cal- uh, Cavaliers fan. Yeah. Sorry, excuse me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I love seeing people just like kill it and sing, you know, all the like crazy dynamics. And I love it, man. Yeah. I'm addicted to that. Yeah. We need to, I want to go and if there's ever an opportunity for us to go and watch oh, 100%, it. Oh, 100%. Really, yeah. really it's usually a show in Murfreesboro. No, not really. Man, it is, it'll blow your mind. I'm yeah, serious. Like, it really will. It's just crazy because it's outside, and it's like, that really shows you how, because I've played in, you know, I've played show band style, and I've played, you know, core, and I've played DCI, and it's like, you know, it's a whole, total three different kind of dynamic Duo, weird kind of deal. Like, you can go from always being structured to always being, you know, blasting, all, you know, all being polished and structured. It's like, wow, how you can get all three in different styles and different people, different environments. Yeah. It's crazy. Dude, okay, so let's uh, let's talk about how you got here. 
what brought you to Nashville, our humble little city? Humble little city. Um, I grew up in a small town, Louisiana, called Alexandria, Louisiana. So I'm like three hours from New Orleans, three hours from Baton Rouge, two yeah. and a half hours from LSU. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's kind of all in the same area, kind of connected through, you know, the river to the Gulf. I was in a rock band in high school growing up and junior high. So I was going to school, marching, prep rallies, gigging, yeah, coming home, studying, trying to. Sounds like my childhood. <laughs> yeah. yeah. What kind and, of rock band? Are we talking like Chili Peppers, um, like Grunge, Linkin Park? At that time, yeah. Kings of Leon. Oh, okay. Yeah, like Sex on Fire nice. stuff. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. All into the Foo Fighters. Yeah, loved yeah. it. Yeah. Loved it all. And uh, doing that on the weekend, kind of like feeling like a mini rock star, you know, getting to get out to school life and do that stuff. But, we, you know, we wanted to, we decided that, you know, after senior year, we wanted to take it serious. And, like, we were searching. Like, you know, um, I got family in Anaheim. We were out there looking and, you know, just wanted to be really, you know, somewhere central where we can kind of, you know, affordable and kind of, you know, be able to branch out in a way that's not too oversaturated, but enough to get business done because it's kind of hard in Louisiana to get rock and roll. Kings Leon maybe is one of the closest, you know, bigger rock bands to the South that kind of put South on the map. So it's only like Zydeco and like more Zydeco (laughs) (laughs) and jazz, you know, and blues, stuff like that, you know, towards New Orleans way. But so we really wanted to kind of break out of that. And, you know, we came to Nashville and kind of was scared at first. What year was that? I think it was 2017 so that was the transfer to nashville and ever since man i have it's been a whirlwind like nashville is definitely like the place yeah man. i think so one too, of the man. places for me for sure i've had this conversation with so many people like, yeah man are you i mean you really think i got like i don't really want to do like the country thing do you really think nashville is a good place for me i'm like yes yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes, I do. And I, for like a hundred reasons. Yeah. Yeah. It's. I feel that same because I'm from New York and like I have no country upbringings whatsoever. Got you. There's definitely the stereotype. Yeah. Like, you know it more than anybody playing on Broadway. Yeah. I feel like that's almost like the minority. Like every you go out anywhere else, especially if you live here, I live in East Nashville and okay, I'm always so going out to rock shows. Yeah. On Gallatin alone, that one yeah. street, all those venues. Yeah, it's yeah, true. Yeah, yeah. There's no country at all. There's pop, rock, I mean, every, right, everything's yeah. here. Jazz yeah. show, is becoming show, a thing. I defy you to show me the last time a country band has played at the Cobra. Please. <laughs> or the East Room. True. Yeah. Like, for, like true. ever. That don't, yeah, yeah, that don't even, yeah. Played some wild what, what's ass crazy clock is shows I didn't there. have a lot of country in my uh in my catalog, you know. Yeah. But when I came to Nashville, I really fell in love with some country music. Yeah. I really did. I like respecting. I'm such a big, humble, like respecting kind of guy. Like yeah. I like to respect all forms of music. Cause like you can always learn from everything. Like country got a pocket that is just just for that, you know. And exactly. if you don't know how to some people you might think it's simple and you're like, Oh, that guy's up there in that big stage just playing all simple and like there's a certain way how he plays and does the and the setups is what they call it. Yes. The setups mm-hmm. it's just it, it's a different style and I like to learn everything. Yes. So for me I came you know, I, I kinda liked it. It was different. I wanted to be in everything, the punk rock, the house shows, mm-hmm. downtown, East Nashville. Love it. Yeah. When I first moved here, I lived in Franklin. Mm-hmm. Like a little far from all the action. Yeah. Nice and quiet, but just a little too far. And tell us, what's your current gig? Well, my current gig is my or personal. Yeah. yeah. So I play for a band called Eight Ball, which okay. is uh, a couple older guys. I love these guys. These are like my like 
my grandpas, like <laughs> they gonna hate me when I said that. But like my mentors, in other words, they kind of yeah. like old rock guys that really still want to do it, putting yeah. their foot, the best foot forward. You know, all their funds and fucking going for it, like just you know the whole touring life and doing that and. You know, working with them and just, you know, I've been focused on my personal project well. So doing my personal stuff and between them is kind of like enough for me to, you know, touring and being at home and recording and doing that thing is enough for me to kind of consolidate my time and stuff like that. Those are my two main, mm-hmm. main gigs. I kind of keep it simple. I like to keep like, I don't know, I feel like people can get overly busy, you know? Oh, yeah. Oh, Definitely, especially and when you're moving to a new yeah, city. Yeah, and I, I think yeah. I did that at first and kind of burned myself out really fast. And I was like, dang it, I wish I could have, like, you know, drawn it out a little bit. Because, yeah. like, when I came first came here, you know, you want to connect every jam, every night, yep. yeah, every day of the week, four or five months. And then over time, it's just like, you know. You're getting hey. texts from numbers you don't even know who. It's <laughs> right, like, right, right. yes, the gig is, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Dude, I had, Here's I, the set list. Yeah, right, yeah. Oh, my, my buddy, um, a guy who moved away a while back, my buddy Tyler Lydell, who's a great player. His first few months here, he was like, dude, I, yeah, I just I racked up so much credit card debt because I was just going out every night, yeah. going, going to all the jams, going all, uh, just going out to bars and meeting people and networking. He's like, but then he was like, you need to do the same thing because I was, at the time, I was doing nothing. I was just like, practicing at home i'm like yeah, this yeah, is, yeah. he goes that's cool like you're awesome but no one knows who the fuck you are so yeah, yeah, go yeah, out yeah, but yeah, that yeah, was yeah. that <laughs> love you like yeah every jam i think you did it the right way even though like you said it was two months yeah like okay i'd rather start by going in way too hard absolutely I'll spend a little bit too much money yeah be like all right okay i'm gonna let me chill absolutely let me let me it's easier to pull back. Yeah. Like, yeah. I wanted to learn the system. Like, I knew there was a system here, and I knew I didn't know what was going on. So I kind of, like, wanted to be involved in everything because, like I said, like, I like learning and, like, yeah. kind of knowing what the deal is, what the groups is, you know, what, you know, how to play this. And at the time, I was actually underage, so I kind of couldn't play. I had to tech. Yeah. So <laughs> I just sat under people and watched, which was I was used to because of church. Right. Yeah. So I just sat down and... How valuable is that, you know? Just absorbing. Humbling. Yeah. Sitting there, like, and then, you know, eventually over time, they were like, play percussion. I was like, moving my hands. Yeah, Happy. Yeah. Let's yeah, do yes. it. <laughs> I'm in, yeah. you know, at that point. Add the electronic pad in. Now we're getting spicy, you know oh, yeah. what I mean? And it went from there, and then eventually people started trusting me with gigs. And I've been, you know, I obviously I pay attention to my friends' social medias as much as I can. Got like, you seen you like posting a few things just here and there of like being downtown and playing I'm like oh yeah, I wonder yeah. if he's doing that now like uh, if you're if you're playing downtown please tell me oh, no, I absolutely. Come watch it. it's always most of the time you know passing my tin roof and they be like hey hey come come play I'm just like yeah sure sure <laughs> go ahead absolutely I like to go out and you know chill I just like to um like, even on my social media, I like the show that, like, I feel like a lot of drummers feel led to be robots. Yeah. Like, post video, video, video. And, like, we know people do other things. Yeah. You know, like golf. Like, I do other shit. Speed so, yeah, yeah, I'm not scared to post it. So, like, you know, follow me, Macy. Skating video, you know, drum video. I just, I like the show, like, you know, 
Yeah. It's, it's like your authentic normal, self. Yeah, I mean, yeah. That comes up a lot. Just like yeah. how to grow a following. And I was going to ask you about that too. Maybe this is a good segue. Yeah. Because I was uh, checking you out just before the interview and I was like, oh damn, you know, 30,000 I think followers and talk about how you've navigated the online world. That, algorithm. Yeah, the game that we're all playing. Right? The algorithm is so yeah. important. Um, <laughs> knowing when to post, knowing how to post. Yeah. I think one of the craziest things, because I'm 24 years old, so still a little young buck. I don't know. I guess for my generation, I feel like being modern, but still keeping your roots with being cool, yeah. that makes sense. Like, that's what I want to master is, like, still keeping what I love, but making it appealing for everyone can kind of... Because, you know, you got new people coming up. You got to respect the older people. You got to respect, you know, other generation of things. So kind of just, you know... Staying with the times, you know, like doing videos, posting, you know, just showing different aspects of life, following yeah. influencers, you know, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, seeing how they post certain times. What things are you looking for? Because it sounds like you have a really good eye, especially coming from that generation. You're, you know, you're following influencers and probably non-drummers, you know, right, musicians. Absolutely. Like, what is something that you're looking for as you're scrolling and you're like, oh, I'm going to you know, maybe steal that trend or, like, that type of post. Or I feel like everyone has an element. Yeah. You know, like, this guy here is, like, one of my favorite drummers in Nashville. <laughs> Promise. I first moved here and we started playing the guy. I was like, this guy is phenomenal. Like, why is this guy, like, not the best? <laughs> <laughs> but, no, nah, um, you know, like, I really feel like, you know, you just really got to, everybody has these cool elements about them. Like, I look at people like Kevin Hart. He's funny. Mm-hmm. But he's funny in a certain way to everyone. Eventually, it may be a little goofy, but you smirk or laugh a little bit. Yeah, it may be a movie he's in or something. Like it's an element of like, mm-hmm. okay, he has laughter, or this person has this entertainment, or this drummer has a certain way of mixing style of, yeah. you know what I mean. And I just I look at all that because you know, like I look at what they do and their success, and I just you know. I try to learn and then do it my own way. I've never copied, like, even for drums. Like, I never could sit down and be like, how did he do that, that chop? Like, that's really yeah. hard for me. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Like, for me, I like to hear and then be like, okay. Like, I listen for, like, the speed level of it, when he crosses hands. Not really, like, the notation of what he do. I feel like, you know what yeah. I'm saying? So that was always me. Same with social media. Like, I didn't want to never, like, be like somebody or be like a— copycat or try to do the same thing i wonder like okay how do they do it so i need to perfect my element to put it out people can understand what i do kind of sort of so after yeah. figuring that out i feel like kind of started yeah catching on and catching on and catching on so that's great advice well, i like yeah. what you said about like a lot of drummers do feel like you need to you know you, you have to be a robot just like yeah i'm just gonna post a video and this and that yeah. like, and i've i've had that I'm like i don't really know what i'm doing with social media I'm like okay i'm i know that I have to put things on it, I guess. Uh, okay, yeah, I'll just I'll do that and once in a while. I'm like, yeah, okay, I'll put I'll put something up. I'm like, all right, I I know I can see how it is a powerful tool, but yeah. I don't I'm not quite sure how to use it for my best advantage. Yeah. But I have noticed that the the people there are a lot of people, a lot of like a lot of drummers who are uh, who have massive massive followings on right. social media. Who don't post that much drum stuff. Yeah. They'll just post life stuff. Like, this is what I was doing today. I love that. This is the, I love that. This is a restaurant I went. Uh, this is a vacation I went on with my girlfriend. Those kind of things. People, it seems to me that more regular people, 
not just drum nerds. They're looking to see that stuff because most people aren't drummers. Right. Most people are like, yeah, well, yeah, that's cool. You you play drums, and I, I've yep. followed you because I thought you were interesting. Yep. And now what are you doing? They're trying to live vicariously through you. Like right, that's right, that's, right. you know. Only drummers are going to follow you just for drum videos. Right, right, right. right. That's which is that demographic is very important. Right. Yeah, I definitely agree. Are you familiar with you know Justin Scott, J Scott drummer? I think that's mm-hmm. his handle. Oh yeah. Um, He's we're going to get him on. He might be one of our first sweet. remote guests here soon. Yeah. But I, I just yes. was thinking of like totally agree with what you're saying about just having like that one thing because it could be as simple as. The camera angle for those videos, right? Like, yeah, I definitely think there's quality, so much you can do. It could be yeah. a cool overhead shot, the tuning of your snare yeah, drum. That, that could be enough. He talked about that in his master class that he did at Forks in Nashville, which is sweet. Yeah, which I'm but so just, sad that I, I almost said glad yeah. and I did not mean it. I'm so sad that I missed. Man, I'm glad I missed that. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I think it, you know, people. I'm not going to down social media and I'm not going to down people that really do post a lot of videos because yeah. people do, you know, some people use it as a business aspect, mm-hmm. you know, because, mm-hmm. you know, artists want to see people play, yeah. you know, so some artists don't want to see personal pictures. They want to see, you know, so I respect those as well that, you know, get it how they live, you know, with the videos because I love watching videos myself. Yeah. But if yeah. you are trying, it just what audience that you're trying to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and what you're trying to get out of it. Exactly. Because there's that mass appeal, which is going to lead you to doing certain things, but not everybody right. needs that. There's right. some people that are totally happy in a niche situation right. and they don't need a thousand followers or a thousand likes on a post, you know. No, absolutely. It's been a journey too for me. I've just started, I'm now the, the lead singer in my band so oh I, no kidding yeah so I'm singing and playing drums so it's Man. been a very um, tedious journey and this, is, and this is with Whale? yes okay when am I gonna hear this stuff man? Uh, we had a show actually uh, Christmas we kinda had like a crazy three week rehearsal four days a week kinda deal like private room just honing in and getting tracks and we played at um, a place called Love and Exile yeah yeah, and uh, you know, bringing a board. We did a live recording as well. We're still working on doing stuff like that. But yeah, it was, it was different. I wore the, like like the whole lapel mic. Uh, you know, Whoa. yeah. So it's been a different journey for me, like, dude. Wow. Diet wise, I didn't know singers have so much pressure, man. Yeah, I'm used to being back there just playing <laughs> drums, eating snacks. And, you know what I mean? It's like, like yeah. What yeah. what do I do with the re- like? If you're out front, oh. Yeah. I, and, I, and I'm getting off the drums. Like, so I have somebody coming in sometime and playing. You know, yeah, yeah. so now I'm like not even behind the kids. So now, like, my body's like exposed. Yeah. You know? What do I do? How do I not look weird? Awkward? Yeah. 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 That's a, yeah. I've, no I've learned, cold water. No more cold drinks. Yeah. I shouldn't even been drinking this. <laughs> warm or lukewarm at yeah. best, but that, not cold ever. Yeah. Good. I oh, take dude. vocal lessons now. I'm laying on my bed, like singing wow. in my back. It's just been, I just want to take it serious, you know, and singing rock music. So it's insane. I know yeah. the only guy I know, really. I know maybe one other guy. I know, I'm not familiar with his name, but I know Anderson Pack, you know. So yeah. He's one of the guys I kind of We know Anderson, him. yeah. Yeah. Like, oh. <laughs> I, heard, I heard of him, I think. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, he just played like a low key show here under what? under a yeah. pseudonym. Did you see that? Yeah, Come on. I was like, man, what was it about that? Man? What was it? He, I'm trying to remember what he called himself. I got I got to look at that. Uh, now. I was just like, I saw. I was just cracking up. Man, is Anderson a big influence of yours? He's a new one. New one, yeah. Yes, I'm not gonna say not big or big. Uh, he's just a new one. Yeah, and that's not the reason really why I started singing and playing drums. Like I, uh, DJ Pee Wee. DJ Pee Wee. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Do you know where that was? Uh, it was at 
Mm. Frothy monkey. God damn it. <laughs> no, I can't. I can't actually tell where this was. Yeah. He doesn't, he's not saying, unfortunately. I just know it was here in town. That's too. I love him. I mean, he's it's he's amazing. So underrated. I mean, singing and playing. So like you don't realize how hard that actually. Yeah, is. he's a good drummer. Yeah, yeah he's yeah, he's really good. Yeah, what, I stayed up. I was like, oh shit, he's good. <laughs> when he when he was like, because I you know I I'd heard him play. I'm like, oh, it's like really good groove, really. Yeah. And but then he was like, they're asking him a while, like, what drummers do you really like? And he's like, I really like JD Beck, and I I love Mike Mitchell, and I was like. Oh, if you're listening to Mike, then you like drummer yeah. drummers. Like you like <laughs> you're in the trenches now. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Deep. You're in. Deep. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. okay. <laughs> then I heard a few things where he kind of chopped out a little. I was like, okay, yeah, 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 yeah all right, yeah, respect. Yeah, yeah, yeah he's, that's what he's I the real too. deal. Respect, respect, yeah. respect. Serving the Nashville, Brentwood, and Franklin areas, Music Lab Nashville offers comprehensive, hands-on music lessons in contemporary techniques and styles. Students learn from the most qualified instructors in state-of-the-art practice and performance settings. All ages, all styles, all levels. Visit nashville.musiclab.co to learn more and to sign up for a free trial lesson. Dude, okay, so who are you taking vocal lessons with? So it's a guy called Cameron Keith Wolf. He works at uh, TSU. Shout okay. out TSU, they just won a Grammy. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, yeah they did. Um... He kind of, you know, was a part of that. He's a great vocal guy, a great guy all around. There's a lot of vocal stuff in, like, uh, the Elvis movie. So he does a lot of that stuff like that and just phenomenal guy. So I've just kind of been taking it one day at a time, you know. Where did that itch come from to start singing? Um, We had a full, like, five, six-piece band. We moved here, and, like, you know, stuff happens. Yeah, you it know? does. <laughs> so is this the same band that you mentioned from high school? Yes, yes, okay. the same you guys name. To, from yes. Louisiana to yes. Nashville. Actually, funny side story, real quick, how we got the name was we played a homecoming, and we got booed. And made fun of the whole week of, you know, like the typical high school, like, written on the posters, you know. We were called when all was lost. And they scratched out all the letters and called us well. And, you know, we was, like, so distraught about it and stuff. And then one day we were like, wait, fuck. That shit's way cooler than fucking... <laughs> when I was lost, like, every time we would say that, it was like, so you play metal? We were yeah. like, oh, alternative rock. Like, oh. That's W-A-I-L, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. What was their motive? I mean, I guess they were in high school. They're like... Gotcha, you're now whale. Yeah. <laughs> That's, I, it's just called know. being an asshole. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess, yeah. yeah at that right. time, it was just like, they read on the posters, like, yeah. people were like, going around looking yeah. at me, you know, yeah. suck. Like, you know what I mean? Everybody just want to hear the, you know, booty shaking music, stuff like that, but... Yeah. <laughs> That's kind of how we got the name and started, but it's been the same, you know, Stock since. Man. But, you know, uh, when we first came here, you know, rock and rolling real fast, playing a lot of shows, a lot of showcasing, and, and uh, you know, when deals and stuff get involved and... Big money gets involved. It's a crazy little thing. So, you know, over time, we just, you know, happen to be now it's just two people, core members. So mm. it kind of changes the dynamic and stuff like that. And, you know, pressure make diamonds. So I had to step up to the plate. <laughs> like Someone, yeah. you know, somebody had to do it. So I enjoy it, man. You know, like I said, I grew up in church with choir rehearsals and seeing my mom was a praise and worship leader. So seeing her sing in the house growing up, it was just like, but can I put it? With the drums and my chops at the same, is this even doable? <laughs> Man. Yeah. And it was hard, hard because the mic stand. 
That's the thing. I yes. respect the drummers who sing <laughs> yeah. like this yeah. and play like this because it's like a weird feeling of like, you know what I mean? So that's why I like the like the pill mic. When I did that, it was like, oh, I'm free. Yeah, I, I, need, I need to get that, man. Because I'm I'm like downtown. I'm, are you, I'm, are you, I'm doing I okay. All right. I see you. <laughs> like, all right. That's, and it hey, also, you kill, though. You kill. Like, I used to have the nice one that you go. Um, Rest in peace, Taylor Hawkins. He mm-hmm. used to he used to use the overhead boom mic yeah. that you can just swing and yeah. just swing it back and it's swinging when you need it. So I used to have one of those, but then I still got too much of like in a middle That's, chop. It's, it's right. still it's still it's too still much. too much, and yep. and doesn't matter how you set it, it's always kind of in the way. Yeah, or like my, I, yeah, yeah. Like if it were if it were like. It needs to be the mic stand would need to be like two feet taller so I can have it come just like straight yeah. here. If it could just be like that, I could yeah. I could do yeah. that. But it's not. They're not tall enough. No. I was thinking of John Bostwick when you were saying that because he's he's another singing drummer. Yeah. He's on on tour with Parker McCollum right now. He's got a, a one of those. I think it's like a it's like a big arch stand. It's like over his head. Yeah. And most of his photos, just the nature of the photography, like it's you always see this big. Yeah, it's cool. That's I'll show you after. Right, but right. that's, are you starting to feel now you're feeling comfortable with that? Yeah. Would you say, yeah. Yeah, it's a whole breathing thing. I respect people that dance and sing, you know, all the entertainers that, you know, perform and move around and sing. It's a different, because you're using two different muscles. Like, you're not used to using these muscles. You know, as a drummer, you're not used to using vocal muscles and core muscles. And right. All you're doing because with your core you muscles shake, while you're playing yeah, is just you, stabilizing. If you move yeah. like that, you can hear it in the mic. Yeah. So yeah. it's almost like you have to stay steady. Back to the drum core, right? Back to the drum core thing. Core. It all core. comes back to drum core. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. I bet he plays the goddamn marimba. <laughs> yeah, same kind of discipline. So yeah, that's I'm still drawing back from those days of being like, don't make the drum move. Like, don't make yeah. your voice move. Stay steady. Like, learn to breathe mm. and, and still play. That's another a hard thing, too. I got all the singing stuff down back. Then it was like, wait, I still got to be natural. I can't be, you know, now I got to loosen up kind of like, you yeah. know what I mean? So Have you done the thing? So I, this is the first person I heard of doing this was Usher. He sings his whole set while on the treadmill. Yeah. Really? That's, yeah. Yep. Yeah. That like like I that's haven't just, done that, which I now that you said it, I'm gonna do that. Yeah, I'm but like, yeah, that's, that will get you right. I'm like okay, so that'll get you right because you got you can't just be standing still. And yeah, for, um, for me, I'm like I'm like trying to figure out how to like just because I'm just doing it downtown. Yeah, I'm like, but I would like to eventually be doing because I'm I'm working on my own stuff. Okay, mm-hmm. okay, real okay. low key. I brought my laptop. I'm gonna I'm gonna show these gentlemen a couple of things I've been working on. All right. Yeah. But uh, I'm I'm trying to, you know, I don't want to say too much. Never mind. Yeah. But <laughs> as you've learned, but yeah. I want I want to. Yeah, I'm signing my own. I'm going to write an yeah. NDA to myself. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. Like, listen, right. me. Yeah. You will not tell anybody about this, um, <laughs> except on the podcast that yeah. we're airing. Yeah. yeah right <laughs> but anyway, I really want to get comfortable. I'm just now like starting to get comfortable singing. In front of a crowd, I'm like that's it's a very that's a new boundary I'm I'm breaking for myself. A yeah, very, same. One that I need to same. It's talking for me. Um, yeah, in between stuff, it's like you know I'm not used to opening my mouth. I'm used to just, really, you know, working like you know setting the track, doing stuff. Now it's like, oh, you're looking at me. Oh, wait, I'm the. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, so, you, so also, you're cool with the singing, but the but the talking is actually yeah, more. Yeah. So you mean like working yeah. the crowd? It's like, like, like ah, boom, done, big chain, big food. Uh, 
Bro, what's we what we need what's to do? What's the next song? How do you feel? What's going on? You acknowledge the crowd. Everybody yeah, that's a whole there. other art form, probably. Whole I other. never, so, as drummers, we never probably I practice think about. that in rooms, mm-hmm. like just talking, yeah. like talking. The best way to do it is just be normal, like yeah. yeah. All that structure stuff, I feel like it's not the way. Just be normal, yeah. And just like read the room and be very relaxed, but also internally, you're probably like right dissecting right things, and at right? the same time, you know, promoting the band. Yes. Uh, next show. Yeah. New song. Yep. Yeah. Management, you know, et cetera, et cetera. So it gets, yeah. you got a lot of stuff that you're thinking about and process at the same time. So follow us on LinkedIn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Congratulate <laughs> us on our five year work anniversary. <laughs> Dude, well, it, between, between doing this podcast and Playing downtown and just getting on the mic more and more, yeah. just just to talk. Yeah, I've gotten, I've went from when we started this, being like fairly uncomfortable. Well, no, very uncomfortable with yeah. the idea of doing an event, of, of like getting on the mic and having to do like a public speech. To now, I I like we're planning events, and I'm going. I can't wait to get on the mic and introduce the people that we're going to have drunk. I'm going to be like, yeah. this is my buddy Tavion. He rips. Y'all yeah. are going to love this. Blah, 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 blah. Here's his background. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Let's go. Like, well, I can't, I can't wait to do that yeah, now. Yeah, I'm like, I'm good. excited. So I'm like, I hope that I can get that same level of excitement to sing in front of a crowd yeah. too. I, absolutely. Like, I think downtown too, like, how you play that definitely helps with like being social with people and talking. That helps, you know, playing around people, new people, you know, all the time and have to entertain people you don't know. Yes, that's what you get used to. Once you master that, move selling. And you mm-hmm. know what? You know what else was really helpful for me. And I wonder if like if you have anything like this in teaching golf, teaching you know, doing the swinging lessons, like you said. For me, when I was working at Daddy's Dogs for those couple two and a half years, I was there. Whenever, well, actually, and then also anytime I was running register, because I also worked at Red Bicycle, the coffee shop. Oh, dope. So anytime I'd work register at either of those jobs, I felt like every customer that came in was my, like, social laboratory. I'm like, I, I got to see if, like, what kind of things I could say to them and they would have a good response to yeah. and what things would just kind of fall flat. So I'm like, learning to read people and just having kind of, like, hundreds of samples every yeah. day yeah. like yeah. like oh so, okay that didn't work all right and maybe it was that person no it's just that that kind of thing i can't say that kind of thing to a person okay all right and i'm just i would try, i'm like yeah, it doesn't matter and everything you know, i would never yeah, like yeah. i would i wouldn't like live dangerously but i would just like all right what kind of things do people like to hear what will we'll make a person's face light up to, <laughs> yeah i'm thinking of yeah. nate as like american psycho yeah. That movie, you know, like my next subject, yeah. my, my test experiment. Right. Oh, so um, yeah. I mean, maybe just discard them afterwards. <laughs> yeah. What I'm trying to think of what I feel that Huey Lewis's early work was. Yes. Yeah, uh, yeah. One of my favorite movies. It's a great movie. Yeah. I just made Michelle watch. Have we that. both seen a movie. Wow. We've both seen. He's just not seen. He would one. always get in my case. He's, he still probably does. He's seen like ten Historically, movies in I haven't his whole seen life. A lot of movies. That's. That's a stretch. <laughs> Let's say six. Come on. <laughs> He's really not seen a lot of movies. All right. Have you seen Forrest Gump? Yeah. Oh. No, I, I've seen. <laughs> All right. Then you've seen movies. Yeah. You've seen movies. That's, the, that's the bar. Yeah. Yeah. That's the bar level. No, nah, I'm joking. Yeah, I'm joking. Yeah. Well, <laughs> so it sounds like you have you know all these really cool projects that you're balancing. Talk to us how you've managed that and also what it's been like doing that in a city like Nashville. Like how has the city embraced you? 
Well, like we were talking about earlier, like the stereotype of Nashville being this country town, but you yeah. you came here with like this rock band. Yeah. Was that tough for you, you know, starting out? Um, yeah, actually, you know, I, I feel like people try to make it sugarcoated, like it's easy. No, it's not. It's not easy. <laughs> but I think people respect work ethic. Yeah. You know, um, I've seen a lot of great drummers, but it's I always look for like that one thing. And you know, maybe I have that one thing, but I always look for that one thing like what does that person lack? You know what I mean? It's like mm. most of the time it's just like people kind of nonchalantly play songs, you know? And it's like I try to take every gig and its covers seriously cuz you never know who's there. I've had so many gigs where yeah. I never knew, you know, Jill Scott you know, people like phenomenal names and just, you know, taking it serious and thanking myself like at the end, like, fuck, I'm so glad, like, you yeah. know, I was not yeah. fucking around because yeah. this could potentially be a life switch for me, you know. Yeah, you don't point. have to take every gig, but every gig you yeah. take, you need to do it a hundred percent. And just respecting like everybody, yeah. you know, just want to be a sponge. I tell people to be neutral and be spongy. Just be, you know, cool, man. Cool as a cucumber. And, like, you know, respect every scene and just learn from it all. And then I think, you know, socializing, going out and, you know, just supporting. I don't think you always got to play to make your mark. Or like, you know, I've had a lot of times where I've made a bigger step in my music career off the drums. Yeah. I've actually made most of my business off the drums mm-hmm. on a golf course. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Socializing with lawyers, attorneys, you know, these people don't necessarily be behind the kit. Yeah, oh, 100%. <laughs> and it's true. You know why, what why I do mean? you think all these so, business meetings are all on the golf course? Yeah, right? restaurants, you know, cigar yeah. lounges, you know, places that, you know, just hobbies. Yeah, just different yeah. stuff, you know. Uh, yeah. Just off topic, I just I went to this skate shop locally, met a world-renowned Italian speed skater. He's, like, got three gold medals and stuff. Dude sold me some new skates. Wow. Yeah, dude, it was insane. <laughs> like, he does it for a living. Like, we would drum for a living. Like, he does, he races on street outside. Yeah, dude, like, try out, like yeah, talk like, about a niche. Like, 20 yeah. miles, like, 30, yeah, huge, like, big circuits, like, circuits. Wow. Whoa. Insane, dude, I know. And he he told me about this abandoned um, airstrip in Nashville. I have, like, the little X on this, like, this map thing he gave me. He's like, I got, like, 30 kilometers out there and 50k out there and you could skate and learn your technique and I'm just like dude I would love to go out there and learn from like dude that's one of my dreams but yeah anyway yeah, yeah. Wow. <laughs> holy cow yeah. okay let me so I know nothing about speed skating let's just talk about that for a minute first of all in speed skating what's like what's considered around like average top speed when you get going do you know and down a hill, some of those guys can get up to like, you know, 30 miles an hour, 50 miles an hour. Yeah. Uh, I've been redneck style behind a truck <laughs> in Louisiana, putting pool at like 50, 60. But I have very expensive states. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, mm-hmm. so, because I took it serious. I wanted to compete and stuff like that. Uh, only thing about competing is you have to pay to get to every tournament. Yep. And yeah. tournament could be here, LA, then back yeah. there. And if you're not competing, and are you not winning when you get there? You know, you just you just there. Yeah. So it's like you know, it was a, and in school, so it was kind of a big deal. But would you uh, be getting paid for those competitions? No, no, because it's all about sponsorships. And then when you get mm. the sponsorships and speed skating, it's all about time. Mm-hmm. So it's wow. a yeah, it's a it's a big you know, just to go California five days and go skate and then don't make it. 
and then you didn't miss school. You know, is it's, that where it's, it's big of, in California? Huh? Oh yeah, uh, I mean, it's really big overseas. Hmm. Um, it just depends. You know, they got indoor, outdoor. Just depends, and then they got ice, which I kind of got into when I got to Nashville because we didn't have a lot of ice skating rings at home. Same thing though, right? Yeah, yeah. nothing different. <laughs> Not a ton of ice in Louisiana. No, yeah, yeah. No, <laughs> no, 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 hard to keep that around. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So does your love for ice skating, does that translate into being a hockey fan? So Going to Predators games here? Crazy story about me going to my first Predators game. Oh, my only one. Only been the one game. I love when a question unlocks a oh, crazy story. Yes, it's a crazy story. Yeah, um, I've done a lot of like work at the Troubadour. It's like one of the most, shout out to the Troubadour. They're like amazing. The most, I can't even explain it to y'all, the most exclusive amazing golf course in the United States in Tennessee yeah mm-hmm. for sure like point blank it's it's in College Grove Franklin and um it's a guy out there that I've met that's a famous hockey player and I want to see if y'all can guess his name um probably not the guy to ask I'm gonna give you a hint yeah Gretzky close it's probably the only person I know. that's the only he's person known, no, 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 no. he's retired <laughs> Oh, that narrative. Hall of Famer, though. <laughs> and he's known for fighting. And he's from Canada. Hmm. I know nothing about hockey. Can I phone a friend? Yeah. <laughs> Can I phone a friend? Yeah. Um, okay, hold on. I'm trying to think. I might know it once you say it, but. Yeah, I'm trying, I'm to, I'm trying to think of a good. Uh, okay, uh, Brett Hull. Yeah, no, actually, wait, I actually do know that name. Brett Hull. Oh, okay. Brett Hull. And, yeah. So you um, met him on a golf course? Well, yeah, he's kind of like my step grandfather. Uh, kind of deal. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's kind of like adopted me. No. Okay. But he's kind of like my family, kind of, sort of. Uh, and uh, we got to be good friends out of the course, stuff like that. And one day, he tells me to... I used to be his personal driver. I still do a little stuff from here and there, so that, but mostly family events, stuff like that. But that particular day, they were going to the Bridgestone to a hockey game. I was like, you know, okay. I wasn't kind of realizing who he was. Like it's crazy to go like to your first hockey game with, hockey with the royalty. Hall of Famer yeah. in the box. It kind of <laughs> was like a lot to kind of process, yeah. but that's kind of like that was my crazy story. Wow. Like my first hockey game was with Brett Hull <laughs> with his family in a box eating. A, I remember never forget a jalapeno <laughs> pizza pizza and watching the Predators kick ass because they won that day. So yep, like yep. go Preds! Like it was it was insane. And ever since then, I was wow. like this. Even without the box, like I want to be at pre- like I've never been in hockey, like hockey yeah. game. We don't have a hockey team in Louisiana, yeah, so yeah, <laughs> no ice. So <laughs> I'm like, man, that was cool. But yeah, that's that's my crazy little hockey story. Yeah, but, no, he's known for knocking people out though. It's amazing. This, yeah. He has like famous YouTube fights. This is oh YouTube ones, Brett Hull's fight. I'm gonna look at that's awesome. I'm taking so many notes no, here. <laughs> his fist too. Like he shows me all the yeah. time. He's, I'm just like Brett, like. You're scary oh now. Oh, my God. <laughs> scary now. Jeez, like the Ray Lewis of hockey No, seriously, yeah, 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 yeah. Cool guy, though. Cool, yeah. cool guy. Have you been back to Bridgestone? Oh, yeah, 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 Since, yeah. yeah. I went to a concert a while back, Jelly Roll. Okay. That was kind of yeah, my yeah. most recent Bridgestone experience. How was that? Sweet, man. Yeah. Yeah, um, I'm good friends with Joe Chenescotti, which is one of his uh, producers, um, and uh, I think he helped write Son of a Sinner. Okay, awesome. Something like that. And, uh, man, it's really cool to see Nashville, like, support. It's like a trend now to support these new artists, new people coming up, and, like, new different sounds. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? I met Jelly Sold Roll in a, in a sauna. 
I didn't, I didn't, you know I, didn't I never even he heard be of him. Chilling. Yeah, be I was chilling, like, man. I was just like, he's just talking about doing music. He might just talk a lot in life, but like, you know, when people in the sauna get like really uncomfortable, sometimes they'll just talk to like kind oh, yeah. of pass the time. Yeah. And he's just talking, going, oh, yeah. yeah, man, but I'm talking about playing in town. And, and I was like, he mentioned that he's called Jelly Roll. And I'm like, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he, and he left. He's like, yeah, man, I'm trying to get, trying to get it. It was at, um, Lifetime Fitness in Franklin. He's like, I'm trying to get off that fat life and into the fit life. Come on, now, and I was like, like, yeah. And like, he took off. And I'm like, Jelly Roll. Okay, I gotta look this guy up. <laughs> oh, apparently he's like hugely famous. Yeah, and I had no idea. I'm like, well, yeah. Jelly Roll. Maybe he needs to change his name. Maybe trim some fat that way. Right? Well, it's, well, yeah. Well, yeah. It's gonna be unfitting. Jelly Roll. What? The, you're like 150 pounds. It's a different part of my life. Um, yeah. I'm, the craziest one I've seen. Well. Recently, I saw Nate at a Chick-fil-A. Nate Smith. I thought that's who you were talking about. That's what I thought you meant. And uh, the guy that I was recording with had just done a session with him in the studio I was in. Yeah. So I was like... Not this Chick-fil-A. No, 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 no. It's Chick-fil-A downtown. Coastal. I think it's like by... I just need to know what Chick-fil-A do I need to hang out at in yeah, order right? to meet Nate Smith. <laughs> yeah. I love you, man. Hey, You're awesome. We all love you, Nate. We all love- <laughs> no, I don't think he saw me, but I saw him. I was like, hey, that's Nate. Man, everyone's here. Everyone Dude, has a, yeah. a, a, a stake here in Nashville. But That's awesome. Yeah. Dude, really I'm, cool. I'm so glad he's here. We need, to, we need to get him yeah, we do. on at some point. Yeah, He's just like, that's one of those dudes... Where like his name started to pop off, and I was like, okay, yeah. And I saw a few videos, and I was like, yeah, his groove is like really good. And then I there was one video in particular, I can't remember where it was, but it just landed for me, and I was like, holy shit, this dude's pocket is crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. His, yeah. I really studied his like his one hand singles, like he's really fast and just perfect. Yeah. yeah. When talk about bringing it back to like the singing and like reading the room and being present, right? Yeah. He just has such a command for especially his live. Yeah. clinics and concerts where he, he'll just like he'll stop a groove and then bring it back or he'll do like the audience participation I think that's his way of speaking right? you know some people don't yeah. have to speak through words you know and I think mm-hmm. that's a form of talent too it's like he yeah. don't have to necessarily he spoke through that transition Yeah, that was enough to you like holy shit like I just yeah. felt that like yeah he's feeling yeah. that too he's, he's talking yeah <laughs> yeah yeah. you combine yeah, that with amazing groove and it's like yeah. that's very captivating yeah absolutely Absolutely. One of my favorite, uh, and not just because he married in my family, but Jason Thomas yeah. from Snarky. Uh, mm. Him and, you know, Larnell, all of yeah, them, dude. man. All, uh, those, all those dudes. Spike. Spike. Oh, my gosh. Man, Nate, all those Nate guys. Boys. Yeah. Uh, Mark, Lute- all, I mean, I've personally hung out with all them guys. and dude, yeah. They're just so cool, like down-to-earth people. Yeah. like And just killer musicians, man. Like, I uh, think they played the ramen a year and a half ago. Yeah. And, uh, he invited me up there and stuff, and man, getting, I don't know if y'all like heard sound check drums in there, dude, he put me on the kit. You had to go there. Yeah. Oh my God, he was like, he was just like, just hit the, and then he plays with a butt kicker. Oh man. It's called a, it's like a green, it's like five, six hundred bucks, but dude, perfect, bro. Like, mm. for that kind of stuff, I feel like you need it because you got so many different rhythmic patterns. So like, I feel like it's you need more than just to hear the bass. I mean, you need to feel it because yeah. it may go from a 6-4 to, you know, 5. You know, it, yeah. you never know yeah. with Snarky. So I think, yeah. you know, seeing him do that and, like, get the experience, that that was a that was a cool. I didn't get to play any songs, nothing like that. I wouldn't dare yeah. in there. Like that. It's a scary moment because you're like, I could leave people up there. Like, you're like, these people, yeah. 
You can play anything you want in your mind, and they're gonna follow you. So it's like, yeah. it's not a God game. Dang. It's just like, man, like when you sit in that seat, it's just like, holy shit! Like you're about to play with Snarky. Yeah, yeah. like you know, <laughs> yeah. That's that's a, <laughs> insane insanity. I'm not gonna name the name of the group, but it is a well known funk group, very well established, and they're fantastic. They're amazing. They're mind blowing. But I remember seeing them play. Around the same time as Snarky Puppy, and being like, "Wow, they just got blown out of the water!" Yeah, oh yeah. By Sn- it was just because Snarky Puppy is so tight. Yeah. They're they're besides they're all incredible musicians in their own right. Yeah, they're playing these parts with so much maturity. There's so much thought put into every single piece of that. It's it's brilliant. It's amazing. I agree. Can't can't say enough good stuff about no, it. No, can't. So, in your journey so far, have you had pretty cool experiences at specific venues, either here in Nashville or elsewhere? Yeah, you mentioned absolutely. like you know getting the soundtrack of the Ryman, even though that yeah, wasn't yeah. your gig. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, any uh, of those kind of moments where you're just like kind of bucket list or just a really amazing experience? Uh, I've played the whiskey, hmm. uh, go go, yeah, and uh, Cali. That was like. Yeah. That was pretty crazy. I just seen a lot of movies, so it was crazy yeah. to play there. I thought you were gonna say whiskey jam. I was like, you know, that, that's a level for some people, but for you, I was like, well, I didn't think that's what you were talking about. Yeah, yeah. yeah. that was like something recent. That's just something recent. Uh, yeah. I played yeah. for a lot of big gospel artists. Uh, I've uh, did a lot of trials for a lot of big people. I've played in a lot of you know big venues and stuff. For me, it's just the experience, you know, just taking it in and just like learning from it. Yeah. I feel like, you yeah. know. Being that sponge. Yeah, yeah, said. yeah, yeah, yeah. Because eventually you'll be there like all the way, you know, how you want to be there and doing what you need to do. In town, I would say, you know, some of my favorite venues is like the Inn, Exit in the Basement East. Yeah, all the all these national spots. God, I missed oh, yeah. the Exit already. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. Well, it's just new management now, right? So I don't it's know. Not, I'm on some email list, and I think they're having shows still. I what? Think yeah, right. it's not like shut down or closed. Just new management. Whoa, I was under like I was under the impression, and so was a lot of Nashville. They were closing. Yeah, yeah. I think it was oh. more of a yeah, same. Yeah, I mean, that's what I thought. But I think it's just like end of an era for the management. Mm, oh. Interesting. Yeah. No. Well, I'm glad to hear it's one of my favorite. Yeah, venues. great venue. Uh, they have a venue at Top Golf. <laughs> uh, I've heard of that. Yeah, it's dope. It's at Top Golf though. It's really I dope. still have never been to Top Golf. Ew, it's fun. We need to go. We need to, I need to go golf. Yeah, we should go, dude. That that could be a great podcast outing. That let's event do it. I got some good friends. That's um, good friends yeah, right with uh, Holly Suspect and Yellow Wolf. They do a lot of uh, golfing. Oh, no so kidding. And a lot of country guys, like Morgan, um, mm-hmm. Luke Bryan, just to name a few that be at the course all the time. They, really? Everybody golfs. It's fun, yeah. man. It's a good stress It's good camaraderie building. And it's a good way know, to get just... fucked up and enjoy yourself. <laughs> and you're just chilling, you know? <laughs> Start off really accurate, then you get, you know, <laughs> really sloppy. <laughs> and and yeah. as that's happening, you're caring less and less. Yeah, it did. Yeah, yeah, this you know, is great. Like, let's just skip these three halls and just go yeah. to the restaurant. Yeah, and, yeah. Because you know, they got restaurants out there yeah. on, the, on the course. Uh, at Troubadour, they have a thing called um, Comfort Station. Yeah. yeah. So at every at every hole, not just one, at every hole you have a place, I'm giving their secrets out. They have these places where you could um, kind of tell them whatever you want. Yeah. And they'll give it to you. 
food wise. So you'll come up on like say this is like whole one, you yeah. come up on whole one and it has this big building with these nice pretty ladies in there. They're like, Hey, what do you want to eat, drink or ice cream or Sundays <laughs> or I want a goat milk milkshake with strawberries goat from milk. like this it's that yeah, yeah, kind yeah. of place. Like Whoa. this is the Vegan most options. elite these yeah, people yeah. pay a million dollars for yes, a sir. golf membership yeah, yeah, yeah. without the house. We gotta get connected. Good God man. Yeah. And okay. you have to have a house to have membership. Okay. So yeah. that's the that's the that and the house started six mil. So okay. everyone yeah. out here from like uh from Hootie. <laughs> yep. Shout out to my boy Darius from, you know, Mark Killen, mm-hmm. uh, which is Tiger Woods old putting coach. You know, you got so many people. So you yeah, know, a lot wow. of people out there and stuff like that. But it's a really cool place to where you enjoy golf. There was a spot in Ohio that I went and uh, I stayed at. It was a there was like, like a golf a, resort? Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, nice. We got there late at night. We're playing shows out there. Kind of just like went and found the room, like went in this back way. Didn't yeah. really see how big the place was when I was yeah. coming in because, again, it's late, dark. And I woke up and I started walking around. I'm like, wait, this place is enormous. And I walk into this locker room that's huge, by the way. I'm walking through it and I find the showers. I'm like, okay, that, there's showers back here. This is like a maze. And I turn around and as I turn around, I I realize – there are names on the lockers. I'm like, huh, named lockers. Okay, these are like Uh, the players are here. And I look, and the very first name I saw was just Tiger Woods. I was like, this is Tiger Woods' locker. Man. Holy shit. I'm like, and I, again, I don't really even care about golf. But seeing that still was like, that's weird. That's when he's here. Which he does come here. Yeah, this is where he puts his stuff. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm like, all right, cool, wild. <laughs> I'm, I'm, in, I'm in. I want to come back. Yeah, that guy. I, yeah, he's an artist. They call him the artist. Yeah, he's definitely an artist at that. It's crazy how people can get you know how to play, and then you realize like it, it doesn't matter how hard you swing. Mm-hmm. Ain't about that technique and flex. You know, different clubs have different flexes. You got mm-hmm. like a. From older people seeing your flex, you know, stiff, you know, you got different kind of materials, graphite, different techniques that you can use to perfect your game to be, it's crazy, man. Yeah. It's just like drumming, like you can put a bottom clear head, you know, on with a coated emperor, or you can put a <laughs> Evans on a, you know, like I got an EMAD on my 16 inch Tom. Yeah. One okay, of, yeah. Like. I got the email and the kick, but I don't think yeah, I've ever done before. Yeah, the, the special order that's fair. They okay, they yeah. make floor times. And I was yep. like, dude, I heard videos. Of it. I was like, oh, yeah. It's like a my buddy Cam it's does like that. Like a twenty without being a twenty. Like mm-hmm. it's insane. It's yeah. it's really cool. It's super punchy. Yeah, and it's perfect when you're doing a long feel. Like I got like three up, three down. So it's yeah. like perfect when I go down all the way down. It's just like perfect that way because I, I don't have a twenty-two. Yeah, gong drum kind of deal, but. Toss yeah, when you're if you're stuff. mixing yeah. like in between <laughs> kick in between that, it can sound like just like a crazy double bass fill. Yeah, <laughs> and then if you got double bass, I get like a triple bass. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Maybe that's a good segue. Just kind of talking about your setup, and I mean, I love that parallel too. We often talk about athletes and yeah, how we can pull from some of the best, and yeah. but that's that's so cool. Just like comparing the different tools of the club and like yeah. the different tools we have, right? Yeah. The, it's so, it's so deep to like the shell type material and like yeah. I the even, drum heads, the sizes, I mean, yeah, all that stuff, cymbals, absolutely. hardware, like every one of those details makes a difference in your sound. Absolutely. I even go like so far, especially on albums, like I record, I go from, you know, light and dark cymbals, like how I set it up, it usually infills here. So maybe I should have a darker cymbal here because hmm. there's a bigger drum. 
I watched a master class on um, Jonathan Moffat from um, MJ. Yeah. And uh, just seeing how he's talking about just. He's got the you know, behind. Right? Well, yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Talk about yeah. swag. Yeah, and right, like that. right. <laughs> and it's just like, I didn't really put the time in of learning symbols. You could be musical with just your symbol choices. Mm hmm. I didn't even know that. Like, it goes deep. Like, oh, yeah. taking master classes of music and drumming, like, you can go deep as, like, you know, like 20 different inches, not really realizing growing up buying, just buying cymbals and realizing, like, certain crashes are made for certain genres, certain, you know, certain sustains you may need in the studio. It's so many things yeah. that you can be, like, music and, like, critique about drumming. That's what I love about it. You can just, it's colorful. One day you may be more artistic. And the other day, I love it. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like golf. Like you may have a a day you ain't played in four weeks out there and birdie and part a whole course, like course and go under like 16, 13. Well, some days you may bogey the whole course. Yeah. Right? It's just what happens. Or you take but, out a club that you wouldn't normally use absolutely. and you get a cool result with it. Absolutely. Right? It's like taking out that splash or yeah. the new the yeah, that trying to new uh, stack combination. Mm -hmm. Or getting a yeah. situation where you got to make do what you got. Yeah. yeah, which always is the funnest one for me, especially like, for live gigs, right? Yep. Yeah, those house kits. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, what's your current setup on these gigs, and then um, and also in the studio? I'm uh, from company wise, I'm I'm on collectors, uh, gold badge, three up front, three on the side, two snares, running SPDX, working on getting a new one. I didn't even know a new one came out. So, a new one out? Yes, with way more inputs and way more crazier shit that you can do. Yeah. Um. So definitely getting that. Um, Are you endorsed? No, I'm not. With any of these brands? I am not. Not, okay. not endorsed with you? anybody. No. You know. Yeah. Um. I talked to a lot of big cats, and it became not a goal. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Uh. They were like, you know, companies. People rush to do uh to get signed and definitely to do. the easy yeah. and, and get and get endorsed, and it's like, but you're still paying for your equipment. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And it's like, yeah. you know what I mean, like. But at the same time, from people I talk to, it's about caring, if they yes. care. A lot of these bigger companies, bigger names, they don't really check on artists. And, like, I was talking to some of my family members that play big music and stuff, and, you know, they, you know, like, they call and on on holidays. I was like, wait, what? I thought it was just drumming. He's like, no, dude, they call, like, that's your rep. Yeah. yeah, you have a rep. Like they call, hey, it what is, are you eating yeah. today? You want to go out for lunch? Like yeah, that's your guy. And I was like, I didn't know it was that personal. He was oh, like, yeah. this is this is why so and so left so and so to go, and I got him on here is because they're treating you a lot better here. Totally. You know, so you know, there's a reason like our artist relations manager, right? Like, yeah, John does a great job at Pearl, <laughs> and you know, other companies of course have great relationships, but that that's all what it's about is those yeah. personal relationships it's not just about the product and yeah. placing orders and yeah. that's so important i think you have a good mindset just not yeah. to rush into it like yeah. when it's when it's right like and any I, relationship you can't force yeah. getting married or having a new girlfriend right. or boyfriend whatever it is when the time is right when you're right. healthy yeah it'll just be a natural yeah fit. and i wanted to actually help you know i don't want to do it just for the you know to spoke the company i'd rather give the company money like i'd rather go buy the drums you know i like right. buying drums i don't yeah. mind yeah, you know, you want to spend a couple grand on drum. That's an investment. It's like a car. You know, you don't want to go mm -hmm. out. You know, like you are in what you invest. So I don't mind buying my equipment and you know break it. But I don't mind that touring and buy the buy symbols and yeah. that's cool for me. I want it to be when it comes to time where I need you guys. Like I, I don't, I don't have time to go to the store to buy them. Right. That's why I need. Exactly. Like it's it's yeah. a bigger yep. like when that happens, then I feel like that's when right. That's when I feel yeah. like it's needed. So like I don't mind not having the cloud of. 
my VSI. Like yeah, the sure. like this this famous guy here. Yeah, are, yeah. are you two guys? <laughs> <laughs> well, dude, it's like here, I know, I'm what, what I can say about what I, and it's I, cool. It's cool. It's really cool. It is a goal, though. It definitely is a goal. Yeah, man. For I, sure. I, I, but I'm on the same page as you. Like I'm very very happy with what I have yeah. deal I have with Minel. Yeah. But I don't want I don't want a drum set endorsement. I don't want I want to play whatever drums I want to play. Yeah. Like I'm Minel is taking really good care of me and like I you know we talked before I signed anything I'm like so what's this going to look like and it's a great deal. Anything I'm not getting for free, I'm getting at a fantastic discount, which is like I'm so so phenomenally yeah. grateful for that. Mm-hmm. But like if I put out any promotional material, yeah. Where I'm like, I was playing on like your, if I were to play on your kit and put out, that would be like, I'm violating my contract. Yeah. Like that, that is limiting. Like, and I'm I'm like, okay, I'm willing to do that. I'm willing to do that with Minel because I love playing Minel. Yeah. Like, but shit, I don't want to be stuck on drums. Like, well, I'm, if I had an endorsement with whatever, Sonor or Pearl or Tom or whatever, which by the way, it is. Tama, not Tama, you <laughs> freaking plebeians. No, not Tama. <laughs> For the record, oh, yeah. no. they're yeah. Japanese. That's a hand slap. Yeah, yeah. I, love it. <laughs> I actually had somebody in Anaheim. I said yeah. Tama, and he's like, "Oh, you mean Tama?" And I was like, "They're Japanese. They don't have the ah sound." So yeah. no, you asshole. Yeah, right, right, right. <laughs> yeah, asshole. Um, anyway, Mike, I would hate to be in a, in a situation where I can't. Just put a freaking Frankenstein's monster kit together if yeah. I if I want to. You can't do that. Yeah. I want to be able to like play on Dan's kit and play on, you know, my buddy Seth's yeah. drums and like all the all these different kits. Especially because like I'm at forks <laughs> once a week. Yeah. Just like drooling over snare drums. I'm like, man, yeah. I want that. I don't want I sure would hate to play on that and like violate some contract. Oh man! Oh, that's the Carl Palmer model. Oh man! Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. <laughs> yeah I need, yeah. I need that. Yeah. Oh, and I need that Steve Smith signature snare drum from uh-huh. Sonor. Uh-huh. That is the best. Yeah, you've been talking like, about that. Oh, I'm gonna get that yeah. son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> oh, st- I drool yeah. over it. Oh man, I can't. Yeah. Man, I go in there. I'm just like, oh, I'm a symbol guy. Yeah. I don't know. It's weird for me. It's like. I'm starting to get a snare guy too. I'm starting to be a snare guy, but symbols just get me every time. It's yeah. like, man, like I'm a Zildjian guy, so I'm always on there see all these effects symbols and like the EFX in this line and all this. Symbols. I'm just like, man, like these are crazy. Like I, yeah, I yeah. want every single every single hi hat combination possible. I need all of them. So I, I turn it over and it's like six fifty. I'm like, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I guess this will oh. do. <laughs> I'll well, like you that, said, I, I mean, I'll take that yeah. discount. Now. Yeah. yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. But yeah, I mean, I feel like symbols are kind of the lost drummers. You probably gravitate towards like, oh, the snare. What snare is that? Or you know, the shells and like the symbols are arguably more impactful over the tone and the color that you're able to achieve. Yeah, right? That and that it's snare true. drum. I think that's the yeah. two. Man, if you get a bad snare, oh, oh dude, bad. Yeah. But you get a good one. Oh, I played on one. I always tell. I don't know, that's what I mean. For a good snare, when I can, like, drop the sticks at the edge 
and it buzzes like 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 instantly. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you know yeah. it's yeah. like oh, oh shit, Game what on. is this? Then I'm looking I'm like what the yeah. fuck? Like what what is this? Right? Oh yeah. Yeah. Now we're in there, baby. Yeah, yeah. Now we're yeah. in there. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's good. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. About, you know, in church, which is crazy. I don't know if y'all ever seen this combination. These guys put what they call like true tuners or oh yeah, like, yeah, on like tuner locks on these snares with these doubled like doubled hoops with Kevlar marching heads. <laughs> I That's shit your thing, you maybe, right? I shit you I've been, pl- I've been playing the Kevlar hybrid. I thought when I first saw it, I was like, "No way!" That's what I play at the school, like. So on yeah. a snare, you can do that. He's like, yeah. dude, that's allowed. I was like, yep. I was like, oh my, this is this dude. is best piccolo you'll ever, or best side snare ever come. I trigger a lot, mm-hmm. yeah. so like I can use any drum, honestly. So yeah. stuff like that, yeah, I'll put a trigger on that, and that'll be a clap and a a bass drum, all kind of shit trigger at the same time. So it'll be crazy. Have you mess around with the sensory percussion at all? Not no, really. Is. I got friends that do though. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't personally experimented it. I've heard it's good. Yeah. I really, I really cool. want to mess around. I've seen yeah. a bunch of videos Same. of people, but That's I'm like, what, yeah. yeah. Is it just random? Some of these videos I've seen, I'm like, that just seems kind of weird. But uh, a few yeah. have been dope. I'm like, all right, yeah. all right. What, yeah. What's that guy's See name how, that plays how, for how us? Applicable that is. Um, yeah. <laughs> what are they called? The Sunlux. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They were using him for sure. Yeah, I'm like, okay, yeah. all right. There's some cool stuff to be had from that. I'd like to, I'd like to mess. I around think they with just it. partnered with Evans for like the mesh. Oh, heads. sweet. Yeah. So there's two things I want to get to real quick. One is I wanted to say and commend you for something that you've you've kind of brought it back to multiple times in this interview, and just it's something I've known from knowing you. You've talked about one being like a sponge. That's obviously very important to you, and you value it. And the other thing that you brought out, uh, you've brought up rather multiple times in in just my course of my friendship with you, you're really big on being respectful. Like, oh, yeah. had a bunch of conversations about that. You're like, yeah, man, it's like this is like it's cool to be one of the dopest cats, but like it's really it's so valuable to be a respectful person that's bigger than drums. So that's one thing I wanted to commend you on. Thank you. And then I wanted to ask you, what's next? The next big move? Yeah. You don't don't have to say it if you don't want to, but if you, what's the direction of this year for you? A major record deal. That's the, that's the goal. Uh, We've been really working on, uh, I say a little bit about it. Uh, Culturally, it was, you know, rock music is just, you know, it's like it's been such like a one lane kind of thing. Like, you know, you find these guys that play rock music that's like, yeah, you know, back in the day, back yeah. in the 80s, you know, and all these great bands, which are great. But I feel like sound innovates. Mm. So, like, I feel like you should also find, like I said earlier, like find ways that it's not just... 50-year-old guys listen to rock music anymore. There's kids. There's mm-hmm. teenagers. There's women. There's mm-hmm. the LGBTQ. Like, it's, there's so many people that Everybody, listening. Yeah. Like, you have to, I feel like everyone knows Thriller. Yeah. doesn't matter what genre you listen to on a daily basis. You know Beat It. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? You know, the, you know Billie Jean. You know these songs. And I feel like that is the epitome of... Being a true, like, I think Janet Jackson said it. She said between being, like, famous 
and like a cultural icon. Yeah, like yeah. an icon of being like a famous guy or like you yeah, know, mm-hmm. uh, like iconic brings and breeds ways for people to come behind you and you know create yeah. lanes for them to you know prosper in the genre. I just feel like for us, I wanted to bring different elements. Yeah, in rock music from hip hop, R and B to country and other stuff combined in these rock songs with production. I love MGK. I love what Travis Barker does. I love the the you know Willow Smith. I love all yeah. the 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 new. I love tones. Yeah, I love hearing what people like. You know, like I'm always on the charts. Like who's charting? I always check that every day. I'm like on every Apple Music thing. Just like mm-hmm. who? What is people listening to? I want to know what people like. It may not be what I like, but I want to yeah. know what they like for I can. Right. Kind of make what I got sound like or something, you know, yeah. certain like this. So, is there something that is there any kind of parallel where I can, yeah, I yeah. can do something that would scratch that itch for me right. and for them? And yeah. nowadays, you know, social media has made it to where it's like, you know, music is one part of it. That's supposed to be the automatic, you know. Mm-hmm. Nowadays, it's supposed to be like so many people are catered to sounds. Yeah, you know, you can bring back eighty sounds, and then they'll hear like that's like from the eighty, like that's like yeah, you know, but. Nowadays, people are catering, you know, like are, are are used to certain claps, certain snares. So it's like if you don't use those certain claps, certain snares, sometimes it's like it's not used to the ear. So I've learned certain stuff like easy to listen to stuff, just a lot of stuff to, you know, look over and just, you know, think about definitely is like, you know, very important. Yeah. I believe for sure. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. It's a cool being famous, which is almost like a selfish mindset, right? right? Like it's like, I've reached this level versus iconic trying to impact generation and kind of pave the way for other people and impact Yeah, I want to cater to everyone. I I hate how like some people don't know Foo Fighters, but some people do. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it's not their fault. They're amazing, iconic, always will be. But I, for my personal, I want to be able to touch everyone. Like, yeah. All people is one accord. Like, I love all people. So it's like, why would I cater to one audience when I could cater to everyone? Yeah, I mean, you know, because I, you know, I got friends everywhere. So it's like, why not try to bring some some different vibes to rock music? I feel like it, 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 you know, it needs it right now. You know, it's got different things going on that's way more important, you know? Yeah. So yeah. I think that's just one of the secrets that we've been working on musically, just kind of yeah. intertwining genres. Like, Right now, Little Yachty has just became number one on Billboard in alternative rock. That's crazy. Rock. Yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah. And literally, all he did was he put his style, yeah, on a rock beat. Mm-hmm. Yep, integrating styles. Yeah. Now he has an audience from his rap, and with his new audience for his yeah. Rock, talk about a good marketing which combines strategy money, too, right? which combines fans, which combines mm-hmm. promotion, which provides. APR, all that. Yeah. Streaming, more, all that. And people like the label, all the people think like that. And I'm just like, man. You and I are on the same track because yeah. this, uh, low key, this new Fly Information record uh, is going to be, it's going to have quite a few very, very dancey, mo- like if ooh. you've ever heard of dancey Prague, I don't think you have <laughs> until you now. I cannot wait. It's going to be like, there's, yeah. there's some pretty like. What's the name of it again? Uh, Fly Information. Yeah, dude. Yeah, check them out. You're gonna, yeah. you're gonna, yeah. Check out, check out the old album, and then like, just yeah. know this next album is gonna be like. There's quite a few like EDM influenced okay. thing because our guitarist Dante went to that big EDM festival, and he was like, 
this just blew my mind. I had so much <laughs> oh, fun. Oh, the big, um, uh, yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's like, I had the best time, and I want that for us. I want people yeah. to be at our, sh-. it's like, no one's going to dance to this other stuff. I want them dancing. I was like, yes, thank you. We're coming to a close here. I want to ask a couple Nashville-specific questions. Let's do it, let's do it. Actually, I'm going to pass it to Dan because Dan's going to ask his no pressure. U- his usual. <laughs> oh, my God. I had the pressure. Do you do the hot chicken in Nashville? One place. Where? No, 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 no. I'll tell you about two places. Only two places. Only two places, ladies okay. and gentlemen. Helen's Hot Chicken. Helen's. Okay. That sounds hot. Prince's Hot Chicken. Prince's. Okay. Prince's is the free. Where's Helen's? But the one, the one, I go to the Prince's. I know one of the locations burned down. Uh, I'm not familiar. But I go to the food mart. Okay. Has one in there. Dude, I'm from Louisiana, so I like it spicy. <laughs> they got this one I get. I think it's with ghost pepper habanero. Yeah. Okay. Mhm. I can't do that. It's one you feel later. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> that's so uh, great. Yeah. That's that real Cajun spice when you feel it later. It always go yeah. down good, but later, man. You're like, what did I do? To- <laughs> Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I tell y'all, oh, quick, yeah. crazy yeah. story. I know I got a bunch of them. Yeah. I know the owner of Princess. Okay. The older woman, regular older woman, go to the church. So yeah. I met her at another restaurant, and one of my friends spotted her. I said, that's the owner. I said, oh, I got to go meet her, you know? And then getting cool with the older lady and stuff. And she apparently, you know, he was joking about how I like spicy stuff. She's like, well, well, baby, I, you know, I got something in the car. I said, okay, well. You know, I thought, I'm thinking, you know, she got this new recipe. Yeah. She keeps this fucking sauce that she can't sell because she got sued. Oh, oh no! God. A yeah. couple of times, yeah. bro. And it's fucking like black. Yeah. Like almost. <laughs> oh. And she's like, you put this on your chicken. I'm going to give you a little bit to take home. Oh, my God. Bro, I still have it to this day. Oh, my God. I put That's drops. a story. Yeah. Bro, I don't know what it's made, but she can't sell it. You have to ask her. Yeah. And you have to sign something, then she'll make it. <laughs> and it's like Seriously. straight up, what is that? Acid is a capsaicin or something like that? <laughs> it's know. like, it literally is like, they put it in the bottles called the bomb. It's like, it is, yeah. it's black. Yeah. yeah. It's just like really, almost like super dark purple. Yeah. Like, it will just destroy you. Jeez. Wow. I've got it. I wish she puts that shit. I wonder Man. if that's what it is. <laughs> right, right. No, but dude, it's not fun. Like, yeah. nothing will help you. <laughs> I have, okay. Do you I enjoy have, that? Yeah, 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 I like hot shit. Like, I, I, yeah, I like, you know, I grew up on seafood. Yeah. yeah. Crawfish, food, and yeah. I wish I would have known I would have brought y'all a king cake. I got a couple of them shipped in. I'll definitely bring that back. Well, dude, thank you so much for thank being here. This is awesome. Dude, yeah, man. Amazing. Glad we finally got to make it happen. Yes. Yeah. Just one last question, whether this makes it or not, but I noticed your hustle hard necklace. For those yes. of, if you can see this in the video. But he's wearing this hustle hard necklace. So this is just my quick, fa- one of my favorite. Yeah, things. tell us, you know, what that means to you. Uh, so I'm a big, as you can see, I love diamonds. I love jewelry. Um, Dude, yeah, your swag right now, also the jewelry, the watch. Man, shout out to Icebox, man. They website is man. They make stuff affordable. Like legit. I wish I had a little tester. Like, uh, dude, like it's just like I, I like I swim with this in the summertime, like. You know, like I do, I sweat. I play drums in this. Like yeah. I told, like you know, I'm like I'm doing my I research. And I'm like, yeah, I was yeah. like, man, if I don't, it's no point of wearing this cool shit if you can't even like go out in it. Like I would rather not even do it. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, no, I got it because you know I just wanted to be reminded to hustle hard, man. Yeah, All man. the time, yeah, man. bro. That work ethic. 
Hey. Yeah, you, know? you seem like someone that's just always on on a ten and trying, bro. Apply that to I'll all areas trying. of your life. I be trying, bro. Definitely, definitely yeah. something I you know I seek to do and stuff like that. But yeah, I spend money on something. I feel like it's more obligated to kind of like honor that or like yeah. you know you put your hard earned kind of money and soul into it. So it's like I was like, man, I want something to say. That's so far. Yeah. I saw that thing. I was like, yeah. that's me. Yeah, man. I love that. Definitely, that's great. Well, hustle hard. Let's go with Andy. Hustle hard. Yeah. yeah. Everybody hustle hard. Man. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Nashville Drummers Podcast. If you liked it, please consider leaving us a review on the Apple Podcast app. This episode was recorded at Diamond Sound Studios located in Nashville, Tennessee. Check out our new website, NashvilleDrummersPodcast.com. And if you're not already following us on Instagram, you can follow us at Nashville Drummers Podcast. Thank you for listening, and we'll see you in the next episode. Take it on me, you the sea king. Put it on me, you're just emotional.